All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I am completely pumped. As you always know, I have invited this amazing coach. She is going to keep it real. She's going to also tell you exactly like what really it was like starting her business. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle where, yeah, we kind of talk about the reality of building your business versus what you see on social media or in the perfect Facebook ad that tells you you're going to make this happen in a week. We are going to bring it back down to reality. So guys, I want to welcome Sam. Sam, can you tell everyone just a little about yourself? Hello, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and happy to be here. So yep. My name is Samantha Edwards-Hewitt and I am, I'm a health coach. I'm a transformational coach. I'm a wife, I'm a grandma, and I help women that have been struggling to lose weight to finally lose weight without being on a diet. And seriously, I would say in this current culture, every time, every time you do a live, Sam, and guys, no joke, like follow Sam because she just, as you see with her personality, like this is how she shows up in her lives. And I'm always reminded, you know, when I see your lives, like, okay, did I, was I craving like sugar today? What was I really craving? Was I emotionally craving it? Or was I really like, okay, I need to have this treat because like, I want it for myself. So what I would love you to break down is that I think, you know, when I asked you to be on this podcast, it was because I've been so blessed to like witness the beginning, the beginning when I would say there wasn't as much, because we all have this, there wasn't as much like ownership of, of who you are in the coach that you stand. You were confident, beautiful. We all see that, of course. But I think for many of us, we have this inner critic that keeps saying, you got to be this way. You have to be this way, that way, say this, do that. Like, don't really let somebody know, you know, what's happening in our own home, our own lives. So can you take everyone back to, you know, how you started your business and what was not really working? And then what was that? What was that aha moment that you had? Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Wow. You know, you know, just having graduated college, so excited to go out and, you know, share the word and help people and so forth. And then starting a business and then this idea of really being a health coach and really wanting to 
have this sort of presence where everything's put together, everything looks perfect, everything's working. And that's what I would try and portray. And yet in the background, in reality, what was happening was I was struggling. My business was not working. I had so many issues with broken technology. I didn't even know how to start a business, right? And then within myself was kind of like the doubt. Am I good enough? You know, a little bit of an imposter syndrome. But the minute I would try and get on, you know, the minute I'd get on camera, the minute I'd get in front of people, I would just come out really bubbly and really cheery and really trying to create this facade that, yeah, everything's perfect. I'm this health coach. I'm all put together. And it was completely the opposite to what was going on in the back. Like it was a real struggle. I really, really struggled. And it wasn't like I struggled for a month or two. It was a long time that I did struggle. Do you feel like, you know, because as we're talking, I, I, I can see so many coaches saying, yeah, you know, the tech, I never thought that I would have to understand marketing, let alone technology, let alone social media platforms and all these, all these compartments in our, in our business, which really is starting a business. But I would say for a lot of us who are heart-based, heart-centered wellness entrepreneurs, there tends to be a little more of that self-doubt that I think nobody talks about, that mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. And, and I think of even coaches who have said, well, there's, you know, I really want to help women like break free of cravings, but here I shoved, you know, my face the other night with, you know, piece of cake. And I remember saying to this coach, and I can't wait to like hear what you have to say. I said, you know, oh, you mean you're human? Like there are coaches, no joke, that are, I would say, close to maybe their discipline perfection. And I always share like, well, then you should share about that because I'm sure your ideal client really wants to know. But for that coach who is feeling exactly how you felt and how I felt like, am I good enough? And I have all these faults and I have, I don't always keep my habits. And I, you know, binge ate this thing the other night, like, oh my God, how can I really then show up? Can you just, you know, kind of explain in, in of course your own words, like what that's been like to push through that fear. Whew, that was let's, let's Om Shanti right now. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> because, you know, I go back and I think about it, you know, just with my own struggles, like, you know, with my weight, with cra- especially with cravings and then with the emotional eating and really tending to go to food. But then this is what I'd be doing in the background and then just feeling totally like an imposter because yeah I am coming up and telling people like well these are the steps that you should take I can help you and yet at the back of my mind knowing that I am still struggling with that there you know and yeah just never wanted anybody to really see what was going on in the back but then I realized that when I started to share, you know, it actually for me was a sweet tooth. And then I started to share like, hey guys, you know what? I have a notorious sweet tooth. I'm notoriously known for my sweet cravings, but this is how I've learned how to do it. 
So I'm still taking ownership of it instead of really trying to, you know, portray like hold on. And, you know, it's, I love that you're really sharing this because I know each one of us, whether you have an autoimmune or maybe there's a weight issue or a sugar addiction or, you know, diabetic or you're a keto coach. I mean, I would say the majority of coaches that I've talked to, at least like 91% are what I call like, we have our faults and we, and we have the things that are so hard so hard to get to actually do because in the human design in our life, life does get busy. And that's why I think when we humanize our experiences, it doesn't mean that we turn our social media platforms into like a diary or a journal, but we also can look at our experiences and say, you know, how could maybe the time that I did eat that cake, like how can I really share what was actually going on with me that brought me to say, screw it to choose the food that maybe one of like best served me over something that we know is better, like breathing and, you know, calling a friend and, mm-hmm. and, you know, doing like more self-care when you really were breaking through. I mean, I feel like it's a huge breakthrough when you say I'm going to show up as myself. It doesn't feel as hard. And, and because I've been, like I said, so fortunate to know you in all this time what would you say to, to the common eye who might not see this in your posts? Because I always said like your social media posts are so great, but I think that there was this like confidence and this, this ownership of your, like the flaws and the imperfection to be able to show this woman that is so your ideal client and are parts of, of course, ourselves. Mm-hmm. you know, like if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll just back it up a little bit because also from my background, you know, coming from a background where you, you don't show feelings, you know, you don't show what's going on. You always have a tough exterior. You keep it going. Nobody gets to see. So when the time came for me to really start trying to let go. And I remember because we spoke about this so many times. It was so hard for me. It was literally, it, it was, it was really, really hard. But then I noticed that when I, it, when I just started letting go and letting go and then like talking to people and talking to the ladies. And, you know, I remember when I was talking, I think I did something about how I was eating some chips and, you know, with mindlessly without even thinking about it. And I had some women reach out to me and go like, Oh my goodness, you know, that happens to me. And then be able to say, okay, so this is what I was feeling when I was doing this, you know, this is, I was feeling a certain way, you know, but this is what I know to do now. And so really taking them through how to shift that and how to make, to make better choices. Yeah. Because, you know, even as you were talking, I was sitting here thinking, okay, so if I'm going to hire somebody, because I know one of the biggest struggles and one of the biggest pain points I hear from coaches is nobody's buying my program. <laughs> I mean, I think we all have that. Like, oh, nobody's signing up for my freebie. Nobody's buying my program. Nobody's, you know, joining me. And one thing that I felt that I always committed to do 
is that I would show people that that not just the vulnerability, but show them the transformation in, in my day and show them how tough it can be to want to take the healthy road, to want to be disciplined, to, you know, go and work out or go and take care of yourself in the morning or do your breathing or, you know, all the things that we do to help our ideal client who's struggling with an issue I always would say, you know, maybe your client actually doesn't know enough about you. Maybe they, they, maybe they don't understand what that transformation is. And so showing it in your own life and letting people know that there's that part of you that really works hard to not feed into the cravings and then showing them that, that conversation that we have in our head. I mean, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. 100% because something just recently happened and it was just before Christmas, actually. I did this challenge where I was doing how to help people, how to help women get through um, Christmas, you know, to survive the holidays. holidays. (laughs) Yeah, make good choices. So more stressful, guys, because we are shooting this in 2021. So I would say Christmas and Hanukkah New Year's are a little different. (laughs) And, you know, how to get through them. And then, well, you know, I we had Christmas and then birthdays and there I was with birthday cake. And so what I did was after the holidays, I got back on and I showed up real and I'm like, okay, this is me. This is what I'm doing. I had my green juice. I'm like, okay, I, I overindulged over the holidays. Yeah. I'm human. I did it. I know lots of us have done it, but this is what we're going to do. This is what I'm doing. I'm now we're clean up. it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking after my liver. I'm doing a detox, you know, and just showing that we are human. We go through these things, but we can always, we can pick it up, you know, and get back on track, get back. And that's what I help people do. So guys, let's just even recap, like message, clear message and clear tip for anybody listening is that so often we are doing everything right, but there's this part of ownership that has to happen. And before Sam and I were talking or recording this, we were talking about, you know, how often how often like we really kind of struggle in, in that place of ownership of our business. So we feel the imposter syndrome we're showing up and and we're doing everything right. But like our vibe isn't telling our ideal client, like I've been here, you know, I'm your person. Like I'm, I'm letting go of ego. I'm letting go of pride. I'm letting go of, because that's all the fears. <gasps> what if somebody thinks I'm stupid while I'm doing this live? What if I mess up? What? And I think you and I even months yeah. ago talked about like, well, what if I don't know every specific of this macro and this micro? And it's like, but that's not your ideal client. And I think we all have to go through that. Mm-hmm. But there's that moment, and you guys are hearing this with Sam, where you own it and then we can really start listening to our ideal client. And so that brings us even to the second, you know, really clear message is that, do you feel with the niche work that you did? Because I hear it always with people, they'll come in, they'll be like, I want to buy a program for you, or I want to, you know, do this workshop. I know my niche, so I don't need to work on it. Or, or we think we know our niche, but we haven't, we haven't tested it enough. We're really 
we're really taking the step. We may have declared it and we know the problems, but now we actually need to go into the, the role of the digital marketer. Even if, even if we're using the online space to bring people to our one-on-one and our brick and mortar, we have to actually listen to what people are saying and hear mm-hmm. their verbiage. Can you share, you know, what, what was that, or what was leading up to that moment where you said, you know, maybe I need to listen a little more. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great because I really truly believed I had my niche nailed down. I had created all this content and, and programs for my niche. And then I was wondering like, okay, but why nobody's responding? You know, why is it just flat? Why is it just crickets? This is what I thought they wanted. And then what I, what I did was I actually did a poll and I did a few polls and I did some research and really started asking questions and asking more questions and then starting to test what I had to see. And what it turned out was what I thought was my niche. I was completely off like completely off message and now just listening to all the feedback and doing that research, I got really, really clear on it. And then I took some material and I started testing that and that has been well received. And so I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm I'm on it right now. I mean, and I think, you know, I love that you brought that up like in, and then I did this and then I did this because I know in this world, we already want quick fixes. You know, in the health world, we all were looking for a solution to, to our problem, whether it was an autoimmune a diagnosis, an addiction, mental health issues. I mean, everyone suffers in their own way. And so when I look at business, I look at it the same way. Like you might think this one protocol or this supplement or this thing is gonna work and it's gonna be magical and there's gonna be no sickness. But we do have to go through our testing phase in our business, just like we had to go through our testing phase with our health. And just like you and I know, we go through hormone changes and maybe we have to even tweak and refine like what we take or add in some extra stuff. So I love that you really brought that up because for our coach listening, you really shared that that path of, you know, just kind of going back, going back and refining it, going, going and digging deeper Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing that market research in a very simple way, as you explained to really hear what, what words are people actually communicating to you instead of saying, I help people with sugar cravings. It's like, how are they actually saying, is it that they have sugar cravings or are they saying something like, I just feel so like off that I just, you know, found myself like eating the whole cake. You know, I'm just like so sad. I feel like I'm not being the best mom or I feel like my relationship is really struggling during this stress. Like it's their actual life and in their own words. And sometimes of course they say like, I just can't say no, but then being able to actually understand then your ideal client will like, what are her, what are her real key problems? Is it that she can't say no? What's really happening in her life that makes her say, I can't say no, I can't put myself first. Yep. That's, that is so true. And then, you know, taking those words and then coming back with solutions is what I found really, really worked. So let's go back to your niche. 
mm-hmm. because I know a lot of a lot of wellness professionals, a lot of maybe even people who have been having a thriving brick and mortar who are going to the digital space to build their visibility. Take us back. You thought you really had nailed your niche. What what made you start to see that there needed to be a little more like diving deeper into your niche? What what kind of was going on at that time? Yeah, well, yeah, I thought I had my niche nailed down. And so I started trying to speak to that and then just not connecting with anyone, no engagement, nothing. And then I knew like, I'm, I, I must be off target. I must be missing the mark. Something's happening. Why? I'm not speaking their language. I'm not really understanding what's going on because nobody is engaging. I'm, I'm just not connecting. My message is falling flat. And then thinking, okay, you know what? Let me go back to the beginning. Let me go. Let me try this a little bit differently. Let me dig in a little bit deeper. Let me ask different questions. Let me really try and get to hear what they have to say. And like you said, Rachel, in their own words, you know, and then using that. And I think that's where I realized like, okay, this is actually, you know, at first it might have been maybe sugar or whatever it was. And like, okay. And then also realizing that my audience, my clients have also evolved. Like they've changed. Things have changed in their lives, in their bodies, in their health. And that's why I feel it's really important to keep asking questions and to keep listening. Sorry, I heard like a Facebook ding and I thought there is no way it's going to keep dinging through this whole interview. So guys, yeah, if you ever shoot a, a, a podcast or you're doing an interview, make a mental note to actually close down Facebook first. <laughs> so just a little behind the scenes of how things happen. I like, I I love that you kind of describe that as thinking, you know, your niche, I would love, and I know that we've talked about, like, I kept asking questions. Can you give everyone listening a little understanding on like, did you, did people answer questions in a poll in your Facebook group? Did you ask questions on your lives, on your personal page? Did you ask questions to people who you didn't even know to do some additional market research? I I would love to get so nitty gritty so that that coach says, this is what Sam did. Okay, great. Thank you. So, so yes, I did. I put a poll. Um, I put a poll in my group. I asked the questions there. I also reached out to friends and family. And I asked them questions. I also, I put a post in, you know, just a simple post in on my Facebook personal profile. What's your number one struggle? What's your biggest challenge? I went into groups where you can post and, you know, women's groups and also posted the same thing. What is your biggest struggle? Or, you know, if you could just change one thing, what would that be? And then what I did was I started taking all the exact words that they used. And that's how I started coming back and really getting clear on my messaging. And that really helped me to get really, really clear on my niche and my ideal client. Uh, oh my, isn't it crazy? Because you know what? It's so funny when I think about how overwhelming it feels for us to do that, that research. I think 
a big part of it is people I I know for myself, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to bother somebody. You know, what if what if it's like a bother to get on, you know, the phone with me or to do, you know, to answer a question. But the thing is that I realized and I really do believe this is a mindset shift is that when we step into that place of empowerment in our business and we know that we are the solution, which really is a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift from the new coach to the coach that's like, I am so sick and tired of stressing and doubting and overwhelming myself and feeling like a failure that we just get to that point where our intent, and I will say this for you, I will say this for knowing you, Sam, is that I think the beautiful part about you that I hope coaches understand is some coaches flip it around. They're doing all that market research, but their intention in their heart isn't there. And, they, and so they haven't done that, that inner work of releasing as we're building our business. And for some of us, it's it's the best therapy. It's it's our forgiveness and our compassion for ourselves as we see it was our pain that provides a product. It was our pain that that helped us. You know, for a lot of us, it's not this horrific pain, but it's like an emotional pain where we feel like we weren't enough. We never did it right. Like all the stuff that you and I have our like soul sister stuff with. So I think for the coach listening, it's really important to know that that you did that work. And in addition, in that ownership, when you were like, is it really this simple if I ask people questions? But knowing that also that's a combination of you have gone through the time of, of seeing what did work. Yeah. And, and also not quitting in that time, because that's the part that I would say, which leads me to the next you know, question is that that's the part where I see everyone stop because that is the hard part. Yeah. That's the really hard because it will, it, what it goes after everything. We're like, but I'm putting myself out there and it's attacking everything that says, Oh, but see, you weren't right. You're, you're X, Y, Z told you shouldn't even do this. Mm. I mean, come on girl. And so you just pushed through that and really kept really kept feeling, I would say, what were you feeling at that time where you're like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Oh my goodness. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, girl, we have five hours for this. <laughs> you know, and you know what, Rachel, I had heard before from coaches before, like they got to that point where they thought that they would give up, right? Or that that was it. And I said, you know what, that's not going to happen to me. Oh, it did. <laughs> careful what we say right <laughs> I think what, the thing is that I love that we are really like laughing about this because this no joke is what every person talks about when we're really ready to build our business is that we are uh, scared and mm -hmm. I think that you know is such something that when we're even talking about like showing up and and letting like your your tribe know hey guys woo, the holidays stuff got a little crazy up in my house but now this is what we're going to do is is for you that really is being yourself and you know i think that too often we think that other people are not struggling because like the social media images look great and the branding looks great and the website looks great but maybe all this other part the stuff that you've even shared that you were you kept digging into, you kept leaning in, 
you were like, it's going to be hard, but like, I'm staying here. Yeah. What do you, what do you feel were some things that really kept you grounded to like not quit on yeah, your dream? Wow. You know, we both know what a struggle it's been, right? It's been, a, it was, a, it was a struggle, but you, through the struggle, what really kept me going was, man, I got a message. I've got this desire in my soul, not even in my heart. I've got this desire. I know I can help people. I know all this stuff is coming against me, but I can help people. I can help people. And really, that is really, it was more my purpose felt bigger than the obstacles coming toward me. I can, I mean, I not only can I relate, but I really do think that the only, the only difference between somebody who fulfills their, their dream business is, is that because there, there were times that I wanted to quit 86,400 times, which is really how many seconds we have in a day. And there was just something inside of me that was like, if you quit, Rachel, like, what about the person who is like you? What about this person? And I just kept like, you know, I think similar to you, your family is so important. We, I mean, even your introduction was like, I'm a grandma, I'm a wife, but there has to be that thing that is inside of us. I truly believe that like, is, is that message and that feeling when, when nobody is watching when we're in the shower or, you know, we're having that quiet time and like all those just fears flood in or, and I mean, like in the shower, because it's like, we have this time where we're just, you know, thinking. And I, I know a lot of us, you know, don't overcome those fears because I think they're not as clear on either their why or their purpose, or they just don't trust themselves. Ooh, you know, that is so true. That is so true because honestly, Rachel, if, if I didn't really feel this in my soul, I would have gone back to what I was doing. But just because I truly believe that this is my purpose, that this is what I'm meant to do, I'm meant to help people. And I'm meant to help women that, you know, have struggled like me so they don't have to do it like I did. There was nobody there for me. And I don't want anybody to go through that, you know? And so it's that when you really, like you said, you're right, when you trust yourself, you believe in yourself. And when you really feel it within your soul, you will push past it. So if you could go back into back when you started, what would you say to that coach who is going to start their business? And they're like, okay, everyone's time. I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. What would you say in looking back, what were the things that really helped you continue to either believe in yourself or your time-saving hacks or, you know, just the things that you were like, wow, I really wish I would have known. One is it doesn't have to be hard. You can make it as hard as you want. You know, like your question on doing the research, I remember when I first started and there were so many things that I was told to do, to do the research and do that. And for me, it was just as simple as asking people questions and listening. It was, it was that it saved me so much time. It's, and I really wish I had done it in the beginning. It would have saved me a lot is really asking and listening, you know, just really like, I, I don't know, like just 
if I had to go back, it's yeah, just listening and not making it hard. And then also, I know there were times where I made, you know, struggle for myself where they shouldn't have been. And the biggest, biggest thing is what we started with, Rachel, and that's to let go of this perfectionism, let go of this, just let go. It's it's needless. You put in more pressure on yourself than needs to be. delaying your success. I mean, I I think when we were... Because guys, I I know Sam also so well because she's in my membership. And so I think the other day we were even talking about like procrastination and just like self-doubt because there's not one day that we probably all don't know that message, right? Or even the multiple or what we want to scream from the mountaintops to like this woman who's still so deep in the struggle that's your ideal client. But we sit there and we say, what? Well, should I post this? Like, should I talk about this? Should I do this instead of, and I do believe it's, it's a mindset shift because I know I spent those first, that first year, like in that panic, it really was a panic of Mm -hmm. like not believing in myself and people who have always met me, I'm similar to you because I think we're both like Aries, right? Aren't we? Aries yeah, girls? We are. We're like we're the person who walks in the room and we're like, "Hey, hi, <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, let's do it like this, Mm-mm-mm-mm. you know." And just, but you and I have always talked about like that's not what we felt internally. Mm-mm. And that's why you and I just like right away we had like the heart connection and understanding that like maybe your ideal client like really needs to hear that part Mm -hmm. of you and I think that's if I could go back in time I would say which I think you just said to yourself like Rach get a grip you're Mm -hmm. like stop trying to be somebody else stop thinking that you need it to have perfect like you know you don't need to have everything perfect but what you do need to do is perfectly listen to your potential ideal client. If you don't have clients, which none of us have in the beginning, you contact like friends. You're like, hey, do you know anyone that fits this this type, which is really as we learn this avatar and start to find those people, put polls into Facebook groups, like make it your top priority. Just like you're like, I'm going to make my Instagram profile, my top priority, like make it your baby in the beginning. And I think that's what I wish I would have, would have done is more believed in in myself to lessen the overwhelm and the paralysis that comes with just building, building a business. Yeah. You know, just looking back, it's been a journey, but once you you know, and you know what, Rachel, just listening to you right here, right now, and as we're talking, thinking, oh my goodness, I wish that I was listening to this message back then. Like, it would have saved so, so much. So, I think, yeah, what you touched on is really important. Like, it would save so much. and would really, you know, help get you, and like you said, it would really save you time and really get you out there connecting and doing what you really want to do. And that is really helping, helping people without this worry and this burden of overwhelm and perfectionism. So bring us to forward now in current. What what is happening in your business? Are you happy where it is now? What is really your focus? Are you working with people one-on-one? Just, just kind of bring people up to speed with this amazing conversation on what you do these days. 
Thank you. You know, Rachel, I, you know, with the clarity, I, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited because I know who I'm talking to. I know who I'm working with. So what's happening is I'm getting more engagement. I'm getting more connections. I'm getting people reaching out to me. It's been amazing. You know, I have, I'm working one-on-one and it's, it's really been amazing and I'm really looking forward. I've got some really exciting things that are coming up very, very shortly. So I'm, I'm very excited about that because, and the reason I'm excited and I'm not nervous is because I know I've listened. Mm-hmm. I know I've done the research and I know I'm, I'm in alignment with yeah. my ICA. So I'm feeling really happy. I think even in, in just helping like our, the person who's listening is that I think that's the part nobody talks about is the failing part to be able to fail forward. And in that part where sometimes we don't know exactly what the niche is, or we don't, or we think we know our niche, but we've missed the message. And to just, you know, I, I know what is going to be so helpful for for coaches listening is to be able to say, you know, I'm going to take the advice that Sam said in the beginning that she wished she could have told herself is like lessen the overwhelm. So we step faster into our ownership of this solution, because when that shift happens, we show up in a different way. Oh, yeah. We we show up to do a live without panicking. We we just start to intuitively be able to build our free offers and our paid offers because we're so keyed in mm-hmm. on our ideal client. We're we're speaking to them every day on either social media or we're you know meeting people at networking or in groups. Like we're 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 seeing problems that they have because we're asking those questions instead of saying no, I don't know if I can do this. It's not even anymore about us. Mm-mm. It really becomes our entire business becomes just one big solution for ideal client at different stages in their life. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, we're at one of my favorite points in this interview where we're going to go over a few questions. Of course, I have to put on my glasses because guys, I am like, I think I'm blind. <laughs> But I would say I'm getting a little older. (laughs) So, okay. What are your favorite hacks for health? My favorite hacks for health. Okay. Well, what I, oh, okay. My favorite hacks for health is really, it's the basics. It's simple. It's the basics. Hydration, keeping hydrated. Definitely. So, so good. Clear skin, you know, just definitely. Hydration, number one. Number two is so, so big, especially because I know I struggled with it. And that's sleep. Especially when you're building your business and you've got all those things going through your mind in the middle of the night, but you really need to sleep. You need to restore. You need to replenish. You need to reset. So hydration, sleep, and also, you know, meditation giving yourself some time, you know, taking and self-care. Oh, self-care, that's huge, especially for us, heart warriors, heart-centered people. (laughs) We're always out there helping helping. Yeah, hands down. So let's even get specific. What what self-care habit is really at the top of your list that is is your (sighs) non-negotiable? My self-care, that's a non-negotiable. 
I love taking a soak. That's me. You know, it's that just so <laughs> guys. If you ever see Sam, no joke. I think she's constantly soaking in her t- in your in your hot tub outside, right? I am. She's My a favorite. soap girl. So. All right. Then we have, what is the one thing your program did for your client they did not expect? Oh, this was huge. I didn't expect it and she didn't expect it. So big disclaimer, I'm not claiming to heal or do anything, but this one is near and dear to my heart. My mom, my mom came to me. She was one of, she was my first client and she had struggled with her weight for years. Right. And she was also diagnosed with diabetes. But what she really wanted to do when she came to me was like, I really need to lose this weight. And so like, great, I put on my program, we worked together and mom did go on. She lost, I think, over 40 pounds. So we were so excited. Like we were so excited. But what she did was, she was really good. She, the program ended, but she kept with her healthy habits and it was, and, but then she also shared while we were going through the program that she really wanted to get off her medication. And I was a little apprehensive. I'm like, oh, you know, keep working with your doctor and so forth. And Rachel, what happened was months after that, a few months after that, she got hold of me and said, you know what? I just heard back from my doctor. I'm medically cleared. I don't oh, have to take the medication. So oh, she, my goodness. You know, so that was the one. It's the biggest. And because, of course, it's my mom. It's, yeah. you know, near and dear to my heart. Just so special in the soul. I I had that kind of experience with my mother-in-law. Her, I call her Mimi. We call her Mimi. But she had oh. something. And, and I always say she was <laughs> like one of my first clients. But she got off of medication. She even like her blood pressure was low for like the first time. It's like, you know, and I think that's the part is some of us do this because it is our family that we Mm -hmm. take care of. And to be able to really have that imprint to change our family is I think the most, yes, the most, most, yeah, the most fulfilling and probably the best testimonial ever. (laughs) So our last question before we round out this is if you had 5k to spend on your health on health products, what would it be? <laughs> like on, on your like health list, like this is on my bucket list. I need this. I would really get a really nice infrared sauna. Like, yeah, yeah. I love, you know what? Listen, I love my sauna because whenever I'm feeling a little cray cray, or hangry, or I need a little mommy alone corner time, like, like nobody come near me, or even just after work where it's like, I just need to do breathing that that was my 40th gift to myself. Oh, that was a great one. And I will say, if that's on your bucket list, make it happen. (laughs) Oh, I think that I've got one, but it's a lot older and it doesn't look so good. So I'm always trying to find where it's hot and, you know, but that is something I would love to do. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, now we're, now we're, you're just going to put that on your vision board. Oh, yes. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with Sam and I today. I asked Sam on this you know, interview because I know so many of you are quitting because you're being told that it's just going to be this like 
this, this one thing that you should do. It's not to overwhelm you. It's to say that there isn't one magic bullet in, in anything in life. So remember, you've got to believe in yourself. You have to do the daily reprieve of not only the mindset, but that inner work that we all need to do to be able to show up in our highest and, you know, in, in our highest purpose so that it's not just this passion for coaching, but it's really the purposeful message, just like Sam shared, that you have, I'm sure you have. And so make sure to come back, take some notes. And of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And guys, Sam, before we go, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, thank you so much, Rach. So you can find me at www.vibeupslimdown.com. That's my website. Or you can find me on Facebook. My group, it's exclusively for women. It's called High Vibe. So those are the places you can find me, Facebook and my website. And clearly we can see from this call, I'm not, I don't think you're lacking in vibe. So if anyone wants to increase their vibe, <laughs> definitely reach out to this woman. And for anyone who is sitting there just doubting, can you do it? You know, I think it's actually the opposite. It's like, do you really believe in yourself enough to just, you know, sit in the overwhelm and the uncomfortableness of putting yourself out there, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, or maybe you're like Sam and I, extroverted, but have a lot of analysis paralysis in our brain of not thinking that we're enough and perfectionism and all that stuff. So remember, do that inner work because that inner work and that very pain is really the product that you want to be able to have for people just like yourself or your ideal client that really need to, you know, see that transformation that you can provide for them. So guys, make sure you follow Sam and hit us up if you have any questions. We will see you later. And thanks so much for tuning in. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.